Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> well, it is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. We're back in the studio. Whipping up another one. It's boys at Jared's place. Another Nothing fresh back. one. Another day, another podcast. Another hot day. Dude. It's always so hot now. Yeah. And just sweating through all your clothes. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm not even doing anything. I'm just sitting all day. And I'm just sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. That's At our mountain, though. We've been in the shade kind of all week. Yeah. It's been nice. Working on some simple green. Working on some simple green and other things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to start with trail stuff. Pretty exciting. We had a great weekend. Ride BHAM Day. We want to mention that. We had a lot of new faces out for Ride BHAM Day on Saturday. Yeah. We did, yeah. Um, talked to a lot of people about it. A lot of people came here. It was like their first time here, and they had been to Ride BHAM a lot. Um, so that was good. And then we had a, a lot of customers here that didn't know about it and found out about Ride BHAM and everything, too. Yeah. Um, but it was like a full day. It was a good crowd. You rode your uh, your bike all most of the day, didn't you? Yeah, I got a, a full day in on Saturday and like a half day in on Sunday on the new whip. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Good and fun. You like the bike? <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and Blair are talking about it. It's very similar to the Slam Ham. It fits me a lot better. It's a large compared to the Slam Ham being an XL, but it's bigger than the XL YT. Um, Kind of the reason I went with that because I like the sizing of the YT, but having it, it's like 15 mil longer reach. So yeah. 490 versus I think the same ham is a 474 reach. Um, so it's more comfy for like plowing on stuff, but it's still fun on the jumps. Um, same wheelbase? Wheelbase is a little bit longer. Yeah. Mine. So it's a little bit bigger. Um, pressure. It is fucking silent, which is crazy. I haven't had a silent bike in so long. It's amazing. Is it Onyx hubs? No, no. It's got DT Swiss 350 oh, okay. hubs, but there's no oh, creaks or yeah. random noises the that bike. you don't want. You have the, the nice bike sounds. has got a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I got two laps in on it just to test it out, feel it out. Will is so gracious to let me ride it. Blair's got... Uh, like 998 laps left to go until we're even. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really quiet though. That was super nice. And it is, I mean, everything was fresh, so it should be, but yeah. it was just, it was a nice experience. I, we talked about it. I think my opinion on the matter was it's not that much better than the slam ham outside of the audible experience. Now that it's different. I rode it with 800 width bars, so with its length, I would have liked to have liked to try it again, which I will with like 780. Yeah, I think that'd bring me in a little bit with a little bit of the longer reach because you you have longer arms than me. I think like yeah, I think I think I could still go for a higher rise front end. Bring the bar up a little bit. A stem razor, a high rise stem, or high rise bars. Yeah, one of the three. But you're like you're a little bit longer yeah. than me. Um, so I think me at 780 would would feel better on the bars, but like riding through i mean i mean, I just did a warm-up lap on simple green i'm not gonna try to just go destroy your bike like on a top mountain trail or something like that so i was like let's just feel it out but it felt similar to slam ham it didn't bottom out 
So like, obviously like the front fork and this, the rear shock were tuned a lot better. Um, obviously we struggle with bottoming out the slam ham, which is one of those Not experiences. Not as much the fork, it's the coil. It's the coil, yeah. The coil's weird. Um, and then like just the, the contact points so of the brakes, the brakes and the wheels really like made it feel just so much like more confidence inspiring for me. Cause you have those like yeah. brand new brakes that are like dangerous almost. Like I hit them in the gravel and you're like, almost toss myself. Wheels but. are a weird thing for me. Like I don't, I have ne never been able to tell a significant difference, if any at all, between shitty alloy versus nice alloy versus carbon fiber. Like the big difference is knowing in the back of your head what you have on there is more bulletproof. Yeah. Like the wheels on they're like DT Swiss FR 560s versus the clapped out E13s, which I have been running tubes checking, checking true on those and spoke tension on those but also tubes yes my wheels are set up tubeless cush core in yours yeah cush core in the rear yeah so i had cush core in the rear it yeah it was nice but i mean it was yeah. nice it just yeah everything was just fresher but the overall incremental upgrades yeah, yeah but the overall like suspension feel i think like came down like very similar like i jumped on it and felt comfortable in terms of overall geometry and suspension feel i guess yeah because it's similar like pivot designs it's not that different overall yeah the linkage is i'm sure the leverage ratios are pretty similar between the two uh, a little different but it's i mean that's one of the things they played with with that super long shock on the yt yeah is yeah. you're like you have such a long travel you're not like doing a crazy uh like leverage curve in there or anything so that was one of the things i was telling blair about this podcast um it was actually a gypsy tales with uh, mick mick williams i'm pretty sure the guy's name is um from williams racing and he's one of the trio of trinity mtb if you ever seen that drew and that's one of the thing they talked about i'm pretty sure it was that podcast i listened to a bunch of podcasts in the last couple of days is shock length and it might have actually been a different podcast but Anyway, shock link, like, no, it was actually a, a YouTube video. It was a Jordy, Jordy uh, Fox video. Longer shock is a completely different tune than a shorter shock mm -hmm. because you're using less shock for the same amount of back wheel travel. Yeah. And a lot of it comes into the pivot design and the bike, like that type of stuff, like yeah. how that's working to get that travel out of it and stuff too. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing with the slam ham is it's super long, but I think it's not as poppy. That was the one other thing I felt on your bike is like jumping on even just some of the little stuff. It just like, and it, it could be like just having the rear set up better and everything like that, but it just felt way more playful, which you said, it's meant to be a little bit more of a park jump bike where mine's a little bit more of a downhill focus, like trail, not trail, but like downhill race. Not, I mean, race, I guess the race bikes to 29 or now, but it was more of like, uh, downhill um but when you bought that bike that was the, their race bike that yeah was the race bike where yours is more of a park bike type yeah. style and i could definitely feel that in the playfulness of it yeah yeah but that was fun i fun. enjoyed riding it things i I'll definitely get... still have some work to do on suspension tuning yeah but... i think i think um i want to try with 780 i'll claim a couple more laps here soon yeah once we get back it's always there for you back from where always 
We gonna jump right into that, or do you want to do trail work stuff? Do trail work stuff first. All right. What'd you do this week, Drew? Uh, did you get? I had Monday off, so yesterday was my first day. So yeah. Monday, I bet you played some frisbee golf, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Played at Oregon, and then again at Sequoia later in the evening when it was cooling off. Those are two that are near, like, Kennesaw. Okay. They were pretty fun. Um, But other than that, like, working on one in the chamber with Josh, building up some of the berms there and cutting some new lines. And then... That berm? New lines? Just a new line. I haven't even looked at it or heard about it. Tell me about it. What all do y'all do? Um, the new berm looks good. I can tell you that when I was going up lower uh, or up a squat rack, I could see one of the new turns. Yeah, blew a little trash on it, but it looked really good. Nice. That that'll be there for traction, I guess. <laughs> but it looks nice. Um, so the berm after the rock roll, we built that up a little bit. Just cut out the inside, stacked it on top. And then the next two S-berms, built those up again, made the rut bigger. And then um, that last rut berm, before you merge back into pre-roll and everything, yep. uh, just did like a a lop job and um, rake and ride kind of thing. A couple trees in front of that rut berm. Word. So it's just like lines you up into the chute it just extends the chute basically nice yeah so instead of hitting that right rut berm you kind of go straight into the chute mm-hmm. is that what you're saying okay. yeah yeah nice spicy well, we'll see what josh thinks with it yeah. it's literally just a rake and ride and blair you were out here this week working with us what'd you do this week well i guess i mean i was only part of the maintenance team so i mean shout out to max and zach also for crushing it yeah. Um, but we did a, a good bit of maintenance. Zach and Max, uh, I mean, hedge trimmed everything, brought back everything. Um, I mean, we're everything from like the p- climbing trail over to the shuttle trail had sh- stuff growing over it. So like everything, which we it's summertime and those like briar brushes start growing out in the sun like crazy. So everything's been like trimmed back and cleaned up and yeah. then blown. And man, it was <laughs> we were sitting down. It was funny on Monday. It was a hot one on Monday. And like, I mean, it, we just did it going all over the mountains. You're just hiking. Even like if you're carrying the the weed eater, the, anything, you're just carrying like 20, 30 pounds around, just working with it. Those might be a little bit lighter, but still you're just like swinging those yeah, things around swinging weight, and just like hike. chopping and hiking and chopping. And then like I was blowing and doing other stuff, but still blowing. You're carrying the backpack blow around like two days with that on my back. Like, and the gas can if you carry the gas can in your hand yeah so you might as well just carry the gas with you so like monday we got to the bottom well i i i was almost done with the armucci clear out which i'll mention but like zach comes on radio he's like hey you got the quad i was like i think max was leaving it at the bottom of 1776 like if he's not down there i was like i'll walk and get it i walk down there it's not down there and I walk over to the shuttle pickup and Zach and Max are sitting in the shade. It's like 5.15, 5.30. I was like, where's the quad? And Zach's like, I forgot. I took it up to the top when I went to start backwoods. I was like, you're the one that radioed me and asked me if I had the quad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so he's sitting there. He's like, dude, I'm done. 
he's like, I'm just so he's like, I, I'm done. I don't, I don't got any more left in me. And uh, that's when we were like on the radio. It took us like 10 minutes. Will's out there rocking probably headphones in on the mm -hmm. excavator. And we're like, Will, you got a copy? We're probably like on and off for like 10 minutes. <laughs> about to just walk back to the building. Not that there's any vehicles there, but Will's like, what? We're like, yeah, we're stuck down here with no vehicles. He gave us a ride. He's like, all right. <laughs> he finds us down there. We're like just drinking water from the shuttle pickup and sitting in the shade, like just beat. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, uh, I don't, I get probably needs a little bit more cleanup. Did we move those trees? Sorry. Yeah, Max got it finished up today. Okay, perfect. I mean, he, he started it. So props to him. And then I just went, I was like, it needs to go back a little bit farther. But yeah, at the end of Armucci, where you can basically either go right to go back down to the shuttle or you can go left to do the extension back to the parking lot. We just cleared that inside in a lot more. So when you're coming around the turn, you, it's a lot more obvious that there's a split coming up. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then there's like signs that actually say parking lot this way, shuttle this way. So it's like a lot more obvious a lot earlier. So yeah. there's always like a, oh, there's the extension, but you're coming in hot if you're having a good time and mm -hmm. you don't know about it in your first pass. You just blow right past it. Yep. So I think it's just a lot cleaner, a lot clearer and everything. And then Armucci, I mean, Zach went the hardest on Armucci with the weed whacker, which is nice. And then, like, I finished up the lower part of it, and we did, like, it's it was like doing upper squat rack, but blowing Armucci, like, made it almost like a whole new trail. Like, you should go ride it. Like, the just pebbly stuff that had built up on that trail over time because it's kind of flatter, so it doesn't yeah. run off as much. Like, just giving it a hard blow, which it took me, like, almost an hour to blow it. But, uh, like, it is it was so clean afterwards. It was, like, nice. I blew it right before we did the race on it, and mm -hmm. that made a humongous difference. It is. It, I think it is. Like I said, it's like upper squat rack was the same, so it blew upper squat rack, which you said it, it turns it into a completely different trail. Yeah. And I think because those trails are slightly flatter, there's not as much. So like, I think it's more to do with dirt type. Yeah, similar dirts in those two, yeah. It's like most of it you don't get far enough down in the, the ground to get to where it's like pure clay. Um. So you get a lot more of the rocky, topsoily, that's fair, sandy stuff. Yeah, that has a lot of smaller rocks in it that come up to the surface over time. Yeah. So, but those they're fresh. Yeah. So like um, our, and I I don't know, I put some extra attention to our Moochie because I feel like it's a beginner trail. So yeah, just making sure it's like really fresh and and clean for that and everything. But it's, but it's probably running good. And then upper squat rack, it is like a whole new trail when you go through that with the blower blower. Yeah. We still could do some work on it later, but like it, it looks like it looked brand new. I still want to take the mini X through there too. Yeah, lengthen some sections to make it less steep and make the turns way wider. Yeah, I think that would still be nice because yeah. when you're hauling ass up it on the e bike, you gotta like get on the brakes for some some of the corners. Like honestly, yeah. I mean, you do. You have to work some of those technical corners. Yeah, it'd be. I mean we redid lower squat rack and those turns are a little like now they're not sharp sharp but like it's such a better experience than what it was yeah i think the other thing we talked about is if you do take the excavator up there it'd be nice to extend some if some of those switchbacks and have like a rest area yeah or yeah. like a rest pull off or something like that yeah. just a general idea of like adding in pull offs and rest areas on even things like our moochie's nice yeah as we have the time not like immediate or anything but I'll tell you, I mean, it was a lot of work. And again, Zach and Max crushed it. But like all those trails are clean as heck now. I mean, yeah. top trails, bottom trails, everything's had a hedge trimmer taken through it. Weed whackers where needed. Stuff's pretty dang clean now. Yep. It's going to be a slower week and probably with U.S. Nats going on. But we got some clean trails. Yeah. So 
Thanks for that, Blair and Max and Zach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Indeed, it's summertime is rough out here. Stuff grows, especially when you get a week's worth of rain. Stuff grows fast. It does. It's been drier this week than it has been. But last week was like basically every been, day. You the get last some. couple of weeks have been very wet. The exciting stuff, though, what have you been working on, Will? And then having, I guess, Drew and everyone else follow behind you on. Well, we started on it last week, clearing off a reroute for the top two sets of S-berms, really, and everything in between those on Simple Green. I forgot who I asked if they like noticed it and they're like, nah, man, I didn't even see it. When you had like cleared the trees out, out like an Uh, insane amount of trees. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, started on a simple green resurface this week. Might be open for the weekend. Might not. True will be here the next two days working on that. Um, But one of our other weekenders employees, Jason might be having a baby or Going to probably have a baby in the next couple of days. So still hasn't had it yet. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Man, so it was close on Saturday. Yeah, they, and then he was here Sunday. In, yeah, yeah, Saturday, because um, they thought they were about to have the baby, and then nope. And it'd be like that yeah, sometimes. It'd be like that. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, yeah, so I may be covering the shop. At, uh, instead of working on the trail so yeah depending on a couple factors we'll have it open or not yep so hopefully but we'll see it looks good start on that everything else is just getting a full resurface some small changes here and there mainly just drainage things making some of the berm like trying to focus on clearing out sight line on berms and stacking a, a few of the berms most of the berms up a little bit I don't know. We go back. Not changing the layout, though. I like. I mean, I understand the principle behind like clearing out sight lines. I definitely agree with that. And like, there's been a lot of attention on. I mean, I think Nico posted something about it on a story recently about B zones and making sure like, I like close trees because it makes it feel like a tree ride. But there is a danger factor to it as well. Um, there is, but we're also not going to clear out 10 feet on either yeah, side of yeah. the trail because that's thousands of trees. I guess I like in the sight line, I like the challenge and, and now it doesn't matter because I know the trails, but I love the challenge of like when you go to a trail and like you have, you can't see stuff as easily. You have to kind of like, you know, react and stuff. That's always a fun experience, Yeah, but it is also like, it's nice to be able to see at least a turn ahead so you can plan yeah. and like know it, know what's coming a little bit better and not get thrown off. I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy. It's like one or two. Or like a few trees, yeah. maybe per corner. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about backwoods. It would be useful on that as well. Yeah, for for us, for me especially, because Simple Green was, I'm pretty sure the first trail we had running top to bottom. It's like so ingrained in my mind, I don't even have to think about it. Um, but like backwoods, it's still fresh, um, and especially on the bottom, like. It takes a while to get to figure out where all the corners are, what's coming up next, and not have to be like trying to look through the trees. Yeah, um, but I also so. like that challenge. Yeah, right. That's go to. I mean, pumped we're going back, but like the first time at snowshoe and you don't know what's coming, right? Like first time you ride any trail new, like I still love that experience. It's like yeah. part of figuring it out. I mean, that's it's very. Backwoods and Simple Green to me are very trail-esque because of that. Like, they're tight. Like, you're just winding through the trees on its trail, and you're, like, figuring it out as it comes. Yeah. 
but I, I I like the I feel like it runs better if you do clear the sight lines a little bit. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it changes the trail, it just changes your ability to like know it's coming, like you said. You can get a lot of speed on backwoods, especially. So. You can. I mean, maybe we design a trail that does have that feeling that you're talking about. Yeah. Where you have to kind of do it a couple times to pick it up. Um, but I think there is, I mean, I know. We do need to. There's some speed in backwoods. Yeah. I put it down hard in backwoods in a turn. Mm -hmm. I think Summer Green is going to be much faster this this time around. We were so talking about that. Confirm stacked up. But, like, to be fair, Simple Green is tight, and there's some sections that are very tight, but it could be so much tighter. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It could be so much tighter. Oh, yeah. If we really did that. I don't think that would be fun. No. But it could it could be, like, about to ping off trees tight. Well, th yeah, and that's why, like, I, we've we've widened over the progression of Simple Green. It's been mm -hmm. widened more and more. Yeah. And that, I think that's, as a bike park, safer yeah it'll yeah, never yeah, be yeah. to the point of like double wide yeah where it's like super wide but i mean but, we have done multiple times where we've gone back right like, we need to push it back more especially yeah. from like when we y'all were first out here and i was first out here and then like when we opened and then we still pushed it back even more after that not like everywhere but there's been like we, we were already like stuff was just growing in so fast it became really tight i think it also is kind of a speed thing too because the faster you're going it feels more tight like 17 is still really tight but you're not going as fast, so mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as yeah. tight, at least to me. Yeah, that's fair. Speed. I mean, the closeness of trees do like mess with, not mess with, like, but alter the perception of speed as well, right? Yeah. Um, versus like double wide where you're going way faster, but doesn't quite feel like it because you have so much open wide space and everything. Right. So. Yeah, but we'll get, if it's not open this weekend, we'll get Simple Green in full finished up for next weekend. Is it next Thursday, I want to say? That's International Ride MTB Day. I'll look it up really quick. I'm pretty sure that's what we had posted. Yeah, I think it was a Thursday. $35 shuttle next passes. Thursday, though? Um, I'm looking it up. Is it, look it up. But <laughs> tell us what the event is while he's looking so it up. So for National Ride MTB Day, we will... And collab, collaborating with Fox MTB on this, um, our great, glorious rep Dane, who, y'all know what my ass in the last race league. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be doing thirty-five dollar day passes for that day. So, bring your boyfriends out. Your mic drifting over there. Oh, okay. Ride MTV day, come on out. $35 day passes in I collaboration can, with Fox. I can jump it up still. It is July 20th, next Thursday. You're okay. correct. Yeah, yep. good call on that. $35 shuttles. Yep. So come ride your MTV. Mm -hmm. so, with some Fox guys. Most likely you'll be open for that. Simple Green? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be open for yeah. that. For sure. Yeah. It's not getting finished this week, potentially, because only drew and what are we doing will what i talk y'all into going to the shoe going back to snowshoe snow try to talk drew into it he's out he already made some prior commitments and sacrifices for a fun birthday night for me so drew's gonna miss out but that's all right someone has to help around here 
<laughs> but, it's not much but it's honest work i started this like last weekend when i came back i started putting this in y'all's head and starting the cogs going <laughs> i think it was the day you came back you like, well i got this music festival we can go back <laughs> yeah dude, i was leaving and i saw the poster when i was like the last day when i was packing up and leaving and so i was like well what's that that looks fun so i had it in my head the whole way back and yeah like probably the next day i think even your dad was out that day or something no he wasn't yet but yeah, I started like all oh, I was like, we should go back. We should do it. So I told my dad about it last Thursday night, no, Friday night, because I was home over dinner. And I was like, well, we're talking about going up to Snowshoe. They got this this uh, bluegrass music festival going on. He was like, huh? <laughs> and he looked at the lineup. He loves if it. If you don't know, my dad does the banjo intro for our show, which Blair puts very quietly. Um, but he's very into that type of music, and he like saw the lineup. Was like, oh, I want to go. <laughs> it's so, a pretty good yeah, lineup. I knew going. he. I just figured he'd be pumped on something like that. Yep. And Max is going. Max Josh is, is going. going. Josh is going. It's not all bluegrass. We got Humphreys McGee on a Thursday night. I'm pumped on that. And then bike park laps. I'm going to ride my bike Friday, Saturday, and some of Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. That's what we're doing this weekend. We're headed out. You won't see us this weekend. We won't be around. Don't call. Don't ask. We won't be here. Nope. Nope. Lucky we'll be at the shoe. <laughs> I'm gonna be at It'll the be shoe. It'll be fun. Oh, man. We've got Becca coming out, too, so he's going to be helping. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, at least. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're running the show Friday, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Michael texted me, though. He was like, are you coming to Nats? I think yesterday. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot about that. It would be fun to like go up and watch nationals it would, at Rock Creek. It would. I mean, there's a lot of big riders, a lot of big names out there, and everything. Like a lot of pros coming out and stuff for it, and everything. I mean, Obviously, it is U.S. Nats, gravity nationals. nationals. So, um, I mean, it would be cool, but I'd also just like. I'd rather ride my bike than watch bikes most weekends. Yeah, but it looks like they're trying to do. To leave everything else open. Yeah, the whole weekend. But that's it's gonna be a crazy weekend. Hectic. Which is good. I mean, the festival is gonna be hectic. But uh, Rich said like most people aren't actually there to ride their bike. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, parks like kind of empty. Like it might be a line for like the lift every now and then because like people use that to get between different stages and stuff. But like the most people aren't biking, so he's like, it's actually kind of chill. It's a really good time. Yeah. And I'm more into that getting a big opportunity to ride your bike without a huge crowd and then whenever you get off the lift live music playing <laughs> i'm excited to ride snowshoe again and not the one time i went to snowshoe was a downhill southeast and so it was half the weekend party laps half the weekend focus on the race course the whole time yeah stress about it's gonna rain for the race and then it rained for the race and it was the racetracks there are brutal just five minutes of fucking rocks rocks roots yeah in the wet in the wet yeah um don't be stressed just expect some rain yeah no i'm not stressed this time. don't forget your rain jacket thanks man you're gonna you're not gonna have to remind me in the morning because you won't be here but yeah i gotta get my rain jacket <laughs> did you ever get it out of that garbage bag oh yeah my jared's place stroke crew rain jacket is still at home it's fresh and clean and doesn't protect from water anymore I've got another one out here ah, that's fresh nice. and kind of clean and doesn't protect from water anymore. But. <laughs> what happened to your Jared's place when you run them through the wash? 
No, I, um, yes, I did run it through the wash, but I took it to the GNCC I did. Oh, yeah. Which I think I've talked about that on here was a, just a rainstorm the entire race. There's pictures on your Instagram, which yeah. are just hilarious. You can't even tell what color the rain jacket is, and it's neon green. <laughs> it is. Uh, I was brutal. So, yeah, it got hosed down and then run through the wash here. So, just need to get some reprotectant spray. Yeah. Yeah. Mine works pretty well still, I think. I did have to hose it off after the last time, but it wasn't that. I mean, it's got some dirt built into it, but I'm pretty specific now washing it with like laundry detergent or anything. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. It's so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it and just recode it. It's got some holes in holes in it too. From really? Crashing a bunch in that race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that'll happen in slot fest. Snowshoe, the roots and rocks are sketch in the wet, but the dirt's not that bad. The dirt's not bad. It gets sloppy, I'll tell the you that. The rocks, I don't think, are that bad. The rocks are bad when they're intermingled they're with covered roots. in mud. Yeah. The roots are what gets scary. Mm-hmm. The roots are deadly there. Mm-hmm. Very scary. But you're gonna be riding since you got the new downhill bike, basically, like only double blacks all day. Pretty much. I'm pretty sure it's D was my favorite letter trail or my probably my favorite trail from there last time, if I remember correctly. I know how to get to it. I think it was D, but I'm going to be dragging y'all down some shit for sure. <laughs> so you got, so Blair's you, you got, got Max and my dad to ride with him. Y'all will probably leave my dad pretty quickly because it's my dad. Um, and then Dude, I've got Josh. So we'll, I'm do, with, we'll do fine. I'm like, Right behind you and Josh. Your dad, I'm not keeping up with your dad all weekend. Dust is old ass. I know, I know, but he's probably going to follow <laughs> y'all around, especially in the mornings when you're doing warm-up laps. Yeah. I think you probably have got the, the upper hand on Max, so Max will surprise you sometimes. Max is a good rider, but he's just on a different bike, which is going to limit him a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think he's ever had a bike with more travel than which I mean, SYT. not gonna make like when I don't know, but it's just the trust, especially on some of the like bigger stuff. Like even if he, I mean, he is a good rider, but the downhill bike just sucks some of that stuff up way better. It does, but I mean, I rode the Ritmo for so long and raced that course on the Ritmo. Yeah, I mean, trail bikes. The Ritmo is technically an enduro bike, but these days it's a trail bike. Yeah. It it works. I mean, it's still fine. I think I'm not disagreeing. I think Max is a good rider. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to do some time lapse. <laughs> versus Max. <laughs> Plus, I think you got that brand on Max. Max doesn't ride that much. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, has he ridden out there? It helps have been there. Like, like that. No, I don't think he has. Super successful trip, but at least I've like experienced it, and like yeah. you're a little aware of what's coming and stuff on yeah. things, which helps. So, even. is your goal this time the cupcake drop? Um, if I'm feeling it, I'll hit it. I think yeah. with y'all, it'd be pretty easy. Like, it doesn't look too, too bad. Yeah. Um, I think I hit just, like, more technical drops earlier in the day before I crashed, which, like, didn't bother me at all. And the landing was, it was just a little bit less speed, but, like, the landings were, like, more technical than what the cupcake drop is. Cupcake drop's just, like, a it's, smooth, it's like, run-out landing. Not technical at all. It's yeah, just it's just big and big. wide. So it looks big. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't look too bad. We'll see. See how I'm feeling. Okay. 
plus as I'm taking an e-bike. So I think Josh trying to go do some like enchanted force in the morning. So I go explore that with him. Hopefully. Yeah. That'll be fun. Have you been out in that area? I haven't. No, it's all Josh ever talks about. Sean Kelly too. Yeah. But there, it's the best. <laughs> go see. We'll go see what it's about. You'll have probably to... some crazy loomers. We'll see. Josh likes some weird things, so we'll see what you think about it. Hopefully, it's not like old school downhill tracks. I'm just getting tall because I'm taking the e bike out there. That tends to be what Sean likes too. <laughs> <laughs> beat to shit downhill tracks. Beans. Beans, baby. Beans is beat to shit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> most most of the things at a peine or beat to shit. So um our other big milestone was hit today. I don't know who, but someone outspoken started to train this morning. I just reshared it, but outspoken posted get these boys to one thousand K. Yeah. One thousand followers. We Forced jumped above it. We're at one thousand and ten followers. Oh, and Blair's got the big news on who our one thousandths, one thousandth, thousandths. One K. One K followers. <laughs> Save them. That's, that's way easier. <laughs> one one thousandth. One thousand. Oh man, 1, that's, that's a one K. One K. Who our one K follower was? It's a uh, Jack Win. I thought we were gonna do like a random draw, but Blair said that's way too hard to do. So yeah, Jack is our. One one K follower. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning. Yeah, so shout out to Jack. He's been out here a lot. Um since waiting. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been out here writing everything. So um I guess we can do something else, announce it on the Instagram if we want. But five day punch pass. Josh said we can give him a shirt and a hat also. So Oh, so big giveaway. So yeah. that'll give us get us to ten K. Yeah. What's the next milestone? We got to jump 5K. 5K. Yeah. It's not like it's not 2K. Like that's just another double. So 5K is the next big milestone. Let's do that. We'll do something bigger for 5K. 2K is so pretty big. We could do something small for 2K. All right. Skip 3K. How about 2,500? That's a weird number. How about 2,500 and then 5K? Okay. I like that. 2,500. Step it up a little bit more than just like double what we have our last one at. Make us work a little bit. Yeah. So. Pretty good. I'm stoked that Josh was willing to do that for us and for Jack. Yeah. Jack's out here all the time, and he's been on the day passes, which is probably not the most economical. No, so that's good. Get him out here. And that one of those can be used for our Saturday race league, which is coming up next weekend. It's a final one. Is it next weekend? Twenty second. It is. The twentieth yeah. is Thursday, which is MTB International International MTB Day. And then two days after, that's the 22nd, which is Saturday, Race League. Okay, so I don't know what it's going to be on next week. So next week, we will be starting probably on the resurface of 1776. No promises to get that done. But what I want to do for the last race, and it's probably too much for our amateurs, is our Moochie to lower local. As a fun ass run, it's pretty long. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking fast. A little tough for the amateurs, but not too too bad. I mean, it's manageable. It is a, it's the There's least some technical part. Yeah, it's the least sketchy part of local pro overall. Yeah. The other fun thing would be like, I put my vote in for simple green again. See what the times now versus the old times are. 
I was thinking about that. That would be fun. That would be real fun. I mean, but it's also, we've done that trail, but it's also different now. Yeah. So to see what the changes bring. Yeah. That's we got options. Yeah. Birds for air supply. <laughs> of course. Which air supply is hard for our beginners because there's some big climbs on that. As yeah. Blair has pointed out in the past. Dropper up. I owe Chris another 69 cents for using that one. Mm -hmm. So you always say it's me and you're bringing it up, but you're the one that dropped the joke. That's why you owe him all the money. I know, I know, I do. Big money. Big money. Um, we haven't done an upper mountain one. Upper Mountain one, I think, slows the process down a little bit, but it does challenge the riders a little bit. Like, so there's always a ladybug or something up there. It does, but I do think like doing a lower local is easier than doing a. I agree. Yeah, a ladybug. ladybug mm -hmm. Yeah, for our amateurs. That, yeah, because we have had a pretty good amateur pool. Yeah, turn out. That's fair. So that so does solve it some, that. Still something that's mm -hmm. not going to push away but our it, amateur riders because it's a black diamond. Yeah, but it, I mean, it is, but it's lower. It's the easier part. Amateurs yeah. can make it through that. It's a little technical, but it also is nice to, like, if they're scared to do it, like, kind of challenge them to go through it and yeah. be like, oh, I can get through this, which is, I get a good part of it is, like, letting them see that they can ride some stuff that they don't think they can. Or challenging them to a little bit. The only hard part about it is because we're doing out at 11. I mean, on a Friday, yes, unless you're getting off, taking work off for the whole day, you're only getting so many pre-runs. But it truly only gives you, if you're doing an upper mountain, you basically get one pre-ride lap unless you're on an e-bike and then maybe two. Yeah, that's just kind of slows the process down a little bit. It yeah. makes it a little bit more challenging as a whole. Yeah. Um. I like Armucci to low, local pro as well. That's a pretty good option. See? We'll see. We'll see what we decide on. One route I'm I'm interested on in trying, I just haven't done it recently. Um, Alejandro, Reek Kiever on Instagram. Uh -huh. He was out this weekend at one of the days, and he posted a video. And I was like, ooh, that is nice. So um, Dong Fang from the end of the service road bridge. Dong Fang, like bridge that bridged down tabletop down into Armucci, Armucci across the local local pro and doing yeah. lower local pro. I was like, that's a fun combo right there because you can keep your speed out of um, Dong Fang yeah. and onto Armucci more so than like crossing and dropping. That is a little bit more of a speed suck. I feel like yeah. So you can just like rip into Armucci and then just dive into local pro. That looks like a pretty fun lap. And ego hit it that. It is a cool run. I think it would still, again, like do that. Mean for the, I didn't mean for the race yeah. at all. I just meant I need yeah. to try that out because I was like, oh, I haven't comboed that yet. I think that bridge scares people a lot. The oh, yeah. drop bridge on Dongfeng. I've gotten my dad to do it, which my dad is, you all know. Damn, boy. My dad is not the most skilled rider, confident rider of all time, but he did make it down the Dongfeng bridge. Yeah. I mean, it's steep, but I think like the wood factor is what really scares people yeah. and it's into a berm. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier than you think, but if you haven't yeah. hit something like that, it's intimidating in the steepness. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people also don't realize what we put on the wood. Um, the, the texture paint we mm -hmm. put on gives you so much more grip than you'd think, mm -hmm. like versus riding just straight wood, even if it's completely dry, that textured paint gives you more traction than dirt in some spots it's it's really grippy really grippy but it's a similar experience it's not bad the bridge on local pro and the roll off on that it's a similar angle yeah. 
And it's there's writers that are intimidated by it, and then once they go over it, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. I think um, it's more the rocks that get people on that. That gets you on that exit, too. And that is, they're chunky, but it rolls smoother than you think it does. But once you roll down it, you realize it's it's those rocks are nothing. Yeah, really, because it's the angle you're carrying. Like, you're not slamming into them. You're carrying their momentum just, like, across them. So yep. you just, like, and you're, like, into the turn after that. You're not hitting, like, a heavy bottom out into them or anything. I will say, I'm so stoked on that that drop bridge. It turned out really well. It mm-hmm. is it's so cool. You never really notice it on our Moochie, we, but it is such a cool feature. I don't think it's happened yet. It hasn't happened to me yet. I probably will be the first one because I'm still sloppy on the turn sometimes, but I push through that turn extra hard sometimes and get a little squirrely. <laughs> get a little squirrely, and we probably should put some paddings on those. Just yes, as, we should. I mean, we, we talked about that, that but... Yeah. I'll, I'll probably be the first one to do it because I'm dumb, but just looking out for myself and then our customers. That's how I am with like, if you haven't seen it yet, what well, we didn't talk about last week, which we can mention now, get out on our hair and check it out. But the benches, I kept pushing the benches. I was like, I think the customers would really like benches up there to sit on. And so would I, when I go take hi- chance for hike, self-serving thoughts that are also customers would like. Like I just want a bench to sit on up there, but the benches at the shuttle pickup are awesome. Well, oh, I'm that, glad I convinced Josh to do those down there too. Yeah, that's really nice. It's just a nice place to sit in the shade, mostly in the shade most of the time and everything. Yeah, it's great. Just little people things, are man. Using them. Oh it's yeah, amazing. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, I saw some people using the the top benches, but like the shuttle pickup benches are hmm nice like you're that last rider which happened to me this past weekend you got a nice place to sit in the shade mm-hmm. and and even people it's not even if you're the last rider even people will take breaks like they're yeah. like i'll skip that shuttle like a couple three four a group of them will be like we're gonna get some water yeah like they may bring snacks over and they'll just take breaks and then they have somewhere to sit like they were definitely getting used this weekend it was good nice little additions love to see it yeah what do you think we should add on next a deck at the shuttle drop yeah love to see that i'm still for that yeah bar up there too oh you know what we should do instead ski lift think about that one (laughs) (laughs) we probably thought about that one a lot i don't know i'm still for if we if there's one thing that would maybe not benefit everyone the most but be the best return on investment would be a beer and wine license or a and or figuring out the shipping container bar and grill. Oh yeah. One hundred percent agree. I think all of our cus- most all of our customers that are of drinking age and most most of our customers that are of drinking age probably agree. Yeah. And then a good bit of other ones too, but also oh, yeah. like figuring out a way to do real food too in that setup. Would yeah. Be nice. It would be nice. Hamburgers, some hot dogs. Drew can be cooking up the glizzies over there. Drew is raw dogging it today. Yeah, put the hot dog in the microwave, no yep. bun or anything, just a fork. Just naked dog. Just naked dog. Put a little mustard on. A little it. mustard on that guy. Yeah, that habanero sauce. What are you having for lunch tomorrow, Drew? Beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a hater. <laughs> Will's over there eating jumbo mini corn dogs, and he's hating on, <laughs> on Drew for eating hot dogs. Dude, the jumbo mini corn dogs are the best type of corn dog. What makes them so much better? Well, they're jumbo <laughs> mini corn dogs. <laughs> but whatever that makes them better. 
Is there a ratio? Actually, they've would... got the honey dipped jumbo oh. mini corn dogs, and those with a little spicy brown mustard. Then you get that kind of like honey mustard vibe, but you still get the good like that spicy brown. Tell you what. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Chance is just jumping all over the place right now. Max walked in here and got them all hyped up. He's a wild dog, man. Wild animal. We were thinking about um, the giveaway for the 1K followers uh, was a day of babysitting Chance. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not how you phrase it. You get Chance for a day. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. A chance that I don't know about that. You get the privilege of having chance for a whole day. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Just away from the shop. Preferably. <laughs> Can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, now you got him started. Uh, no, squirrels got him. St- his last remaining strands of his squirrel squirrel got him started. <laughs> you saw him out there. He picks up that little thing. He picks up from the berry. End of the piece Did he of this. Kill us? Uh, no, we're still good. All right. I ain't even Make sure that guy's plugged in. It is. He's a little rascal. It's okay. I need to run him before I put him in the car for eight hours. Yes, you do. Yep. So I can try to leave early, beat the heat, to not get the AC fully fixed. So we're going to get on that early train before it gets hot, hot out. Mm hmm. Try yep. to make it through Tennessee. Will's like, yeah, I'm not. He's like, I got AC. Well, no, Ain't I my problem. AC. You and Josh are worried about getting there like right at 4 p.m. I'll show up at like 6, watch some music, go to bed. It'll be great. Park laps. Umphreys is Thursday night, which is probably the one I'm most excited for. But There you go. I don't know who any of them are. Oh, you're going to find out. I fuck around and find out. Oh, it's yeah. Be great. Mm-hmm. A little fiddling. So they have the VIP, you get your own, you get like a little private show from uh, Green Sky Bluegrass. So my dad got the VIP ticket and he's bringing his banjo. So when they do the little private show, he's going to be like, hey, I got my banjo. Let me get up on stage with y'all and just strum along. (laughs) (laughs) But did he really get the VIP pass? (laughs) I was trying to talk him into it. I know, dude, you stole my joke from Sunday. I was giving him crap trying to tell him that. (laughs) Well, the thing was, it would have been worth it for one of us to get the VIP ticket if it was free drinks, because then one person gets it, and then you just kind of get a drink, give it to someone, come back five minutes later, get another one, and then you just free drinks the whole night. Mm-hmm. Be great. It doesn't quite work like that, probably, but I mean, they probably got some fire water on the rocks, <laughs> shaken, not stirred. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'll be drinking. <laughs> delicious delicious yep um i had a friend that had like a atlanta united they have the mercedes-benz club which is like lower level club level level like and it's the center main section at the field level and like he's just like screw it and uh kuna was my friend he like ball season tickets to that level with the um vip like lounge area access because i was basically he could. He had two options. It was like upper, upper deck was all that was left, or that. He's like, it's opening season. Screw it. Um, so he got two seats to it because it was available. And uh, 
you could it was you go into the mercedes-benz like vip lounge and it was a buffet like all you could eat like legit buffet and um all you could drink you get two drinks and you could walk back into the main club so anyone that could get into the main club which wasn't everyone you could pass the drinks on and then go back because they did not care was it the buffet is as good as uh was it chef chin down in <laughs> way better they had some fire chicken fingers like <laughs> yeah, sliders and stuff they had really good stuff i mean they he could sell those tickets for like five hundred dollars a piece uh, he was like 13 rows back from the field i think like basically center line and that access was like i mean i would buy them from him when he'd get let me go for like 150 because i was like i can definitely eat and drink 150 dollars plus the seats yeah like at stadium food prices i'm gonna pause one second Oh, Max has got it. Never mind, Max has got it. This is the camper guy, right? They ran into the art. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go too much longer, though, because you do have to still help me with my brakes afterwards. Oh, that's right. We got some bike prep to do before snowshoe. Yeah. You want to help a little bit too, Drew? Maybe. Drew can bleed Max's brakes because they definitely need it. <laughs> while we do Blair's brakes. I'm pumped on that. I'm p bummed that I broke my brakes because I didn't want to spend money on brakes or just one of them. And I didn't have to, but it'd be nice to move the downhill bike over to some actual, well, not actual, but some newer, fresh brakes. Yeah. And a fresh bleed. Yeah. I'm stealing some off the Yeti temporarily. Mm. Mm. The struggle. Only the back brake shipped in time, which is the one I needed the most for the Slam Ham. Didn't you break your lever off? Mm-hmm. Basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't break off. I mean, it's still hanging on there it's a little bit. It's still hanging on it's there, and it still not... somehow kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. But Will's suggestion was just to wrap a rubber band around it just to keep it held in yeah. and just run it like that. Mm -hmm. it, it just extends, like, really, really far so, right now. So if you put a little rubber band to keep it closer <laughs> to the bite point, it'd be perfect. But it also does bubble out like the two screw holes on the top yeah, when does. if you like yeah, pull it too hard. So who knows how long that bleed will last? Yeah. Not bad, but you know, it's just a little bubbling. It's a little confidence lacking mm -hmm. when you actually pull it and you see fluid coming out. Did you ride your e bike this weekend, Drew? Uh, I rode it to get the mail. But that's nice. That's a bit more involved at my house. Yeah, that's what I first said. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. You rode out to the, your driveway. And then he's like, reminded me yeah it, it's like a mile and a half to my mailbox and it's all in like Damn. rutted out gravel road oh, you gotta go down the road it's yeah like at the end of the road so you i just put it in mailboxes. turbo and went all the way there and then right when i was getting close to the mailbox I, like some vehicles were passing me and i got my mail and then chased those cars down and eventually caught both of them so that was cool. Just probably smoother than driving that road in oh, a car. You can <laughs> you avoid all the sort of everything. Potholes. <laughs> no, I remembered about that because I was like, Drew, I'm gonna have some stuff for the van shipped to your house. He's like, Don't ship it to the building. He's <laughs> like, I don't have like they won't come out and deliver. They'll just like leave it out on the street. Mm hmm So yeah, it was it was still fun. But this weekend, I guess I'm planning to do bear hody. I'm gonna be that guy with the e-bike. So you'll have to track how much battery you use doing a bare P1, P2 yeah. for me. I can do that. Which way are you going to do bullet? it? Gravel road up or? Um, I'm going solo, so I'll park at the bottom of P2 and then pedal up. You're going to pedal up P2? Oh, I mean, uh, 
Oh, you're saying gravel road. I guess it is two-way traffic, huh? I mean, you can go around like the Mulberry Gap way or you can go it, It's up. a Saturday, so probably should take the gravel road. Go around the Gates Chapel, basically. Yeah. yeah. They're all bi-directional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But People do climb, but it is. I've seen climbers, yeah, mm-hmm. but. It sucks when you're going down P2 and there's someone climbing. You're like, what are you doing? You just completely ruined my flow. Yeah, it's like, I don't. I can go around, and it's not going to be yeah. a big issue on the e-bike. I always do the Gates Chapel parking, mm-hmm. which is, like, right at the base of the um, bear entrance. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the gravel road that goes up to the bear entrance. Like, mm-hmm. you park on that, like, just main road. So then you're, like, you got to go up the gravel to get the bear. You can go up bear and come back down. But then, like, when you finish on P2, you just come around the gravel road, and you're, yeah. kinda like, in the middle when you're mm-hmm. parked at Gates Chapel. That's true. I always just park at Mulberry. It makes it so easy to just go up the gravel. Uh, that I just I'd much rather climb Bear than go up the gravel road and around. Bear's really? a pleasant climb. It's not that bad, even on a regular bike. I don't know. I always like the gravel climb better. I'd rather be on trail, like on in that scenario. That's I don't know. It's a long. It's not long, long, but for it's Mulberry, really not, I mean, it doesn't. Never felt that long going up the road. I don't know. I just got tired. I'd rather be in the trees. Yeah, along the stream is a little bit cooler than out in the sun on the road and stuff like that. Especially, yeah. like I think it's more shaded down there, and you are following the the creek up for a good bit when you're following like going up Bear Creek before that major switchback. I think last time I rode Mulberry or Bear P one P two was with Sean and Igor, maybe Avery and someone else, and uh, it was snowing. It's a fun snow oh, ride out there. Nice. Yeah. It, it changes it up a little like bit. Nothing sticking to the ground. Yeah, but, but still cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I always park there and do it that way too because I don't do the double track all the way up to like Upper Bear anymore. I just go to that main switch back on Bear, which is all the better lower single track stuff and just rip that into P1. It's like you get you see that part where like the fire road starts on Bear? Yeah. When you're climbing up the road? Mhm. And you're like, so tempting. But the, the single track above that is actually pretty fun. And they are supposed to be out there redoing that again, too. It is, oh, really? Yeah, it is fun up there. Um, but like even that, where you go up there and just jump down that gate, like I skip all of that. That's just all double track. That's not that crazy. Yeah. But then, for me, like the technicality of the stuff at Upper Bear is like, I've done it a couple times. I've done it a lot. It's fun. It's cool. But it's like, if you want something, like go to Pine. Like, right, you can get that on repeat all the way down pine and you don't have to climb up three miles of fire road double track yeah but you're not at pine you're at i know so i'd rather go out and do this fun single track of bear and it's like 0.6 miles up there so you do all this double track to go do like a 0.6 mile little like extension off the overlook area it's like the shortest little thing and then you do double track all the way back down to get the single track you gotta admit though that double track is fun as shit it's just pinned water bars just send them yeah, and then you go back and climb again. And then you finally get to the fun single track at the bottom, which is the, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a true Bear Creek ride unless you go up to the very top and then do Bear from the top to P1, P2. That's my opinion on it. I, know, I, got, I got to the point where I was going there like probably twice a month, or sometimes more, yeah. or like camping out. So you're just like, are we going to do that again, or are we going to go push the fun stuff? Yeah. And then, like, go back and redo P2 or something like that. Like, one of the more fun downhills. For sure. Or go do P3. Like, we've gone and done, like, we'll skip that upper part of Bear and go do P3 up to, like, the first 
like peak, I guess, because there's two peaks in P3. Mm -hmm. I think that's more valuable than wasting energy on double track to me. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, if you go there once, you do the whole loop, do it all, because it's like, it's pretty cool. But yeah, you go back a lot, it's like, nah, kind of know what you want to get out of it. Yeah. It's fun, though. I yeah. mean, the e-bike, it doesn't matter as it's much. You're not trying to conserve energy so that you can just like, oh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I was thinking about it while you were talking. I might just like stick to eco in the climbs or something just to like test it mm -hmm. and then see where that gets me and then just. I would play it on I the safe the shift, side. Yeah. You know, on that P1 initial climb mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'll do that, but, but the just thing is, try to conserve you, you, just to see what one uh, mulberry gap lap is yeah i would think you leave it in eco because to be fair you can do that climb on a regular bike easily which means yeah, you can I've done definitely it. do that climb on that bike in eco and not mm -hmm. need to push it up the trail it's just about not being a bitch yeah just don't, don't, don't be use a bitch. that eco don't use that trail mode but got another battery thing over there if you want to use it do you yeah i think is it a bullet bullet battery that whole loop. I haven't is, put the cover on yet, but I think Kyle's talked about it. he's gone out and done it with like his specialized, which is a little bit better battery management. But like, mm. I don't think it's um, it ends up being like two and a half hours, two hours. Like it's not. Good. I think you'd be fine on your battery even yeah. in trail mode. Have you set up the the steps app yet? Mm -mm. So you can go into the Shimano steps app and connect to your bike. Yeah. And then change what the levels are on all of those. And one of those settings is basically how much rider input gets you how much power. So if you wanted to move, but also don't want to just crush your battery, you can set the basically how much power max it'll give you at a mm. lower level, but put the make it so that you have to put in a lot of power to get out to get out a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And then you're like doubling instead of just running it in turbo and not putting in a lot of effort and still moving that makes sense which that would save you a good bit of battery but it is i i do think it is worth it to go into the steps app yeah the steps app is also where you're going to get all your updates for mm -hmm. everything yeah that seems worth looking into with the steps apps i need to download it for mine still i've been lazy about it i've just been riding it got some upgrades coming for that bike but the precursor that do you also get access control in the steps app because can't don't some of the newer things don't they have integration with like shifting and everything with shimano products yeah oh. with access access is shram oh yeah shimano steps and then yeah never mind so with shimano steps they've got the wireless or the cableless drivetrain that mm -hmm. plugs into your motor so there you'd probably get some of that functionality in the steps app um but definitely not with anything SRAM. So I think if the order got submitted when they dropped the GX axis transmission, I told Josh to run it. You doing so, it? Yeah. I mean, got it for a pretty decent deal. Yeah. And he was, I'm in a yes mode right now. Just send it. If you haven't caught on, <laughs> Will and I were talking this the other day, he like reached out. He's like, they just dropped GX axis. Do you want it? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> very, very, very much yes mode. So I said yes. So hopefully that comes in. But to be fair, like, what? That's a good upgrade. Massive upgrade. Mine's also on NX, which I have to get the uh, the free up body for it or whatever, the driver mm -hmm. body to get it at XD. But like I was on NX and I've already beat the heck out of the NX. 
and it's already like under power the whole shifting things and the transmission handles it that much better so e-bikes can go full fully e with wireless shifting now too it's just another battery you got to keep up with it's gonna go ahead, that's like the smallest probably cheapest battery just gonna go and buy a second one keep a charger in the van and yeah just always have it ready yeah. maybe buy a third like how expensive can they be that's probably the one battery you would because it's so small you can just slip it in your pocket and always keep the second one with you just yeah. in case yeah so we keep i think to say three because i know myself so keep one in the van so whenever i'm traveling there's a backup in the van and keep one in the shop so backup it's like back. jake at the go nuts this year he's got the he had the before the transmission came out he just had access mm -hmm. and he forgot to charge his battery so he had no shifter for the race yeah so I was just playing anywhere. I was like, so I don't have to remember to take my backup battery from the shop and put it into the uh, van. Just buy one for each. Yeah. Plan ahead. I'm, I'm pretty sure it still uses the old. I think it's the same battery. battery. Yeah, yeah. Which those are, I mean, it's becoming more prevalent. It's, it's in the next five years, it'll be to the point where one of your buddies will have an extra one of those laying around. Most likely, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, st I'm stoked to check that out, though. Josh said the trend because he just upgraded his bullet to the transmission. He said you could just instantly tell the the difference in like shifting under power and everything like that with the e-bike. That's the big like takeaway from all the reviews is it is exceptional for e-bikes. Yeah. And I, like I can feel the crappiness of the NX already. And so it's like I could do an upgrade to that, but the transmission just makes so much sense. The problem with NX and SX from bike mechanics is that they, they don't even work out of the box when they're brand new. They're just terrible. Yeah. We talked about like the cost savings with NX and everything. I think mean, why it yeah, exists yeah, and why stuff. It's not a XE driver. And everything, but, but it just like, it's worked, but it just, it takes a beating and it gets, gets so out of tune so fast and everything. Yeah. So I think even, even if I just went to GX, it would be nice, but the transmission, like it's going to go to that beefy boy. <laughs> Beef boy, you can Beef stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna be your first upgrade to the e-bike, Drew? Mm, still need to see if I could warranty the rear wheel and get a the mullet, the twenty-seven-five in return. I think yeah, carbon wheels on the e-bike would be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's um, you said earlier. You couldn't tell the difference in wheels. I think that's a space place you could tell a difference in wheels with the weight of e-bikes. Like the weight, you definitely can tell. Rigidity, you can more tell. So I can't tell as much. Weight is a definitely a huge thing. Like I swapped on my Polygon. I had some shitty ass wheels alloy hoops i don't even know what they were and then i swapped to my ibis s35 carbons and the weight difference especially when you're jumping is so noticeable mm -hmm. so that's where i think the e-bike stuff like that becomes a little bit more noticeable yeah for sure sorry yeah and then probably some mcgurras you're not sponsored but i'm not but i will run them <laughs> <laughs> uh probably swap over some stuff from the stump jumper too put the stump um, jumper in the project oh you can move the brakes or anything like that back i mean like over, the bars so. is easy to move yeah so, um i don't know i gotta still figure out the colorway i want to go with so mine is a matte cider but it's kind of like tan but it has gold accents 
I don't know if I should continue with the gold or your maybe orange, some other. Your orange theme would still go good with it. I think so. Um, it's not far off from your other bike. It's just got a better pop on the frame and everything. Mm -hmm. Orange isn't like, it's like bright, but on that color, it's not super bright. It's not like orange against like blue or black or something, right? Yeah. It's a kind of, it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. I love those gold accents on your bike. And you don't need to like go balls to the wall and buy yeah, but gold just like every part you can. Just like yeah. do a fork and shock decal kit. Yeah. 40 bucks. Decal kits do change to look so fast. So fast. It's, like Jared's bike, for instance. Yeah. But but even just fork decals, like it makes it match so well and everything yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. It's like crazy how fast you're like, whoa, that's nice. Yeah. And maybe do those in gold. Mm -hmm. That's flashy. It's a weird gold, though. Like it's almost like a color change. Yeah, you do kind of have to have light directly on it to see it. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's kind of like that sparkly high-end car paint. I think it goes from like a dark green to gold or like a weird green to gold, not dark green, yeah. but like it could trans like when you go from like no light, it looks greenish just, and then like you get light on it and mm -hmm. it goes gold. Like yeah. you're like, Oh, it's shiny gold. That could also be due to the cider around it, but I'm not sure. I'm yeah. Not or expert. I mean, to be fair, it's probably got the matte wrap on it also, doesn't mm -hmm. it? It's going to not mess with, but like change your color perspective a yeah. little bit on it. Just a little bit. I like the matte wrap though. Mm-hmm. Keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you sticking with your current frame protection on your bike? We did talk about if you're gonna add any. I am, so You went basic. You didn't do the full ride wrap. I didn't do the full ride wrap. I could have, but I ended up just getting some all mountain style because I like the all mountain styles thickness way better. I think it's better for downhill bikes. So if it's gonna be yeah. tossing like bigger rocks and stuff, the all mountain does have a like a much more durable yeah. feel to it for like more impactful stuff so the bottom side of the entire down tube has either stock frame protector or ams covering it both sides of the chain stays and seat stays have frame protector and the seat tube like the lower part of the seat tube where like mud and rocks and stuff would get on it has all ams on it um and so blair's point was he like pointed out i think it was your yeti yeah um like how bars can hit the top tube in a certain spot but i i do love the ams but i don't like the look of it um so i didn't go with it but it being a 200 mil 27.5 it sits so much lower than everyone else's bike on the shuttle like everyone else's bars are so far above those bars it, like there's no chance of a bar ever coming in contact with yeah it. that ends up being nice so i think i'm gonna stick with that you should um just to see it'd be kind of cool that you should see if jay lead wants to make a carbon uh custom carbon protector like add on to that whole bottom piece i'm gonna do that for the e-bike are you? I'm gonna have to yeah, I think reach he just, out and see if he'll make me one for my bullet. If you watch his store, I think on his store, he just got a new e-bike recently. Yep. Um, and I think he made one. He made like he took off the metal one. plate and made a, a carbon cover for it and everything too. Plastic plate, yeah. Is it just plastic on there? Yeah, yeah. So he took off the plastic and made carbon, and he can lay them thick too. He can make it thicker than like the plastic that's on there. Because when he made my frame protector, he's like, "Do you want it like thick?" Or I was like, "Whatever's best." So he did like a single layer, but you can, if you want it beefier, like get an extra layer of carbon in there. I had a, I made a one out of sheet metal I remember steel that for my polygon 
and like looking at that thing when I sold it, that protector saved from so many rock strikes and so much just damage to that area. Yep. And though there is a protector on the motor, which is which does its job, it saves that protector and whatever else down there from additional damage that's what i was saying like for your downhill bike too is like because my yeti was kind of similar to yours where you have your frame protector on there but then there's like a gap almost and you're filling it with aws so then like putting something over that when you're going somewhere really rocky just gives you that full like protection or and you can have it like wrap the tube a little bit too the i didn't haven't looked the down tube protector that goes wraps around the chainstay actually goes up pretty far on that bike probably about the same amount as yours does Um, but on like the e-bike on my polygon, I cracked the motor protector mm -hmm. on like the second ride. Yeah. It's right there. I'm surprised. I I mean, I've definitely smacked mine on some rocks at snowshoe when I rode mine on day two. Like, yeah. So I'll, I'm going to reach out for, reach out to him and probably just give him the bike for a week and let him play around with it. If he's willing to do it, Jade, if you're listening, I'll have my e-bike here soon and get that you rolling. Probably don't even, honestly just take the plate off because he can make a mold from the current plate. Yeah. Like that's when he, he, he did mine when he did my Yeti. Um, he did mine. Like we were out at his uh, cabin riding his like home trails back where he used to live in like Dallas, Georgia. And uh, like he was just like on the front deck of the cabin, just like brought out some stuff and like molded it up the frame and then just took it with him. Yeah. And then just was like, here you go. I was like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. it's but, just some, I mean, some plaster and some cloth yeah. wrap and then he just he's, his specialty is like the carbon lane and like that and stuff like that but he's quick with it yeah i could probably just get him to come out here get him, him some a, money get yeah. him like the, the mold just make it times two i'll throw some cash in there too <laughs> <laughs> and then get josh to for make real it though like if get josh it, to, then i could i could get one for you for josh for jared yeah it's, it's the same mold yeah for a bullet yeah. I, I would question and i don't know if it is or isn't but the, the only question because when we talked about it before is uh if like large to extra large is all the same size motor protector i would assume so i would assume so because it's just on the motor plate and everything That'd be but, a shimano thing yeah so the motor it, protector would one, be a shimano yeah because it doesn't be a question of where it lines up with the down tube like the down tube would be at, the other my other question is because he makes the mold and then makes the carbon out of that. Is the mold a one-use mold? No. It's like a hard plaster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like he, if you're laying carbon in that and then you have to destroy the mold to get the carbon out? No. No, because it's a flat open one. Yeah. So when you pull it off, you just lay the carbon in there. And then when you're done, you take it out. The yeah. mold's still accessible. Because he's like, if anyone else, we were trying to figure out like when he did my 140, if it would fit like 150s or anything like that. Because you can reuse that mold. Yeah. I think like you just put some saran wrap in there to protect the mold. So then like if anything's like glue or anything sticks to it, you just get the saran wrap off, but your mold's still good to go. The bullets are pretty good on where the motor sits. If there's one person and one bike, I think they could use the, an additional guard would be uh, Jeremy Schmidt and his pole. Cause the motor is at such a weird angle. Yeah. Like the bottom bracket sits so much higher than the bottom of the, the motor. That thing's funky. That whole layup's weird when you look at it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just so unique. Yeah, the motor's like tilted up almost. Yeah, it's like tilted up. And but it, maybe it's like actually has more clearance than you look. It just 
It also is weird because there's no chainstay. It's basically just a one-piece seat-stay chainstay so that I think, sits up higher. And I think where it actually sits is a perspective thing on that, where yeah. it probably has a lot more clearance than you recognize because of that, like yeah. no ch no lower chain ring or anything. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Well, it's 9 o'clock. We got to get some brakes switched over for my bike and maybe, maybe bleed Max's brake. We just send him out there in the wild. Max, they got a bike shop up there. <laughs> I was that guy last time. Like, hey, can I can I borrow this? Y'all got some zip ties? Hmm. Hey, can I use your tire levers real quick? Borrowed tire levers, went outside to use them, and realized that they had a shop stand right outside, like a park tool stand with tire le metal tire levers so on a chain. So we have the park tool stand, and I might be replacing those tire levers with some plastic ones because those are some spoons. Those aren't tire levers. Those are <laughs> those are spoons for moto. <laughs> That's basically what they had out there. But I was like, but they gave me some nicer park tool metal ones. So I was like, why didn't they just say well, there's a stand out front with all the stuff on it? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I guess you can borrow them. I was like, you could have just told me. I was like, I'm just clueless. I didn't know there was a stand right there. Like sitting there using their tubes, and I'm like, there's a whole stand. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was that guy though. Got to be that guy sometimes, bumming the bike shop people. It's another update. Drew, I need to remind you, you got to put up the park tool stand. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, be right so on we'll that. We'll have a, uh, a little park tool stand with all the tools you need over at the, the shuttle pickup, and soon enough we'll have another one over here at the shop so you don't have to come in here and bug us about borrowing all of our <laughs> tools. Yeah. Yeah. Make us all happy. Yep. Well, that's all. It's time to get ready. We got an early uh, wake-up call. Yep. Oh, you're going to be busy. Yeah. In the next few hours. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, you. Yeah. Okay, you. Yeah. Okay, you. Yeah. We'll see you all on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>